I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. Hi! How are you? Eh. <laughs> oh, I thought we were having the Shouting Time podcast. No, we're having we're having Family Time podcast. Family Time. Because we have no guest. And I'm going to make a loud noise as I scoot my... There we go. Did you know that I record this podcast sitting on the floor? Uh, I Didn't you get a robot arm? Yeah, the robot arm didn't work out. <laughs> um, For a long time, I did it sitting on my couch holding the microphone, but then I got a new microphone, and the new microphone is very heavy and sensitive right. to noises, so... Right. Um, I was hoping that you had the robot arm and you were just laying in bed staring at the ceiling. <laughs> you were in a bathtub of goo, uh, like in Minority Report, and you were just guessing what things people hadn't seen. <laughs> That's my job. No, but I, I do it sitting on the floor and on, in front of my coffee table. And it's exciting today because I had my house cleaned. So the floor I'm sitting on is clean. Nice. Uh, we we sort of cleaned today, um, and then then I cleaned the tent, which means I like my entire kitchen is just a tent um, that I like washed and tried to, I don't know. Uh, I put it away wet two weeks ago, and I got it out, and it was still wet, and I was like, "This is not good." <laughs> um, it seems like something you you could really uh, benefit from having a backyard and a hose. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing is that everything you read online about like how to clean a tent is like go out to your backyard and get a big bucket of sudsy water, and it's like go fuck yourself, buddy. You expect I have a bucket? <laughs> I don't have a bucket. Do you? Own a, do, you a... do you own a bucket? I own a mop bucket, but um... it's, it's one of those things I always I always mean to get but never do. Yeah, yeah. I always mean to get a bucket. I always mean to get a ladder. I. Yeah, I've borrowed a lot of ladders in my time. I I do not currently own a ladder. Uh, my my front hallway light has been flickering, and I don't know what I'm gonna do when it goes out. It, it like the hallway in your apartment. In my apartment. Okay. Uh, not not just the hallway in your building because like no, that no. is. Yeah, mine that's, went that's out. Spooky. And, uh, yeah, our the light in our front hallway downstairs went out and. For like three days, there was just like a floor lamp, like knocked over, <laughs> and the light was. It was very like Silent Hill. Oh my god! Yeah, very cool. No, I, the lights have, have gone out in the in the building hallway, but they're usually pretty rapidly repaired. I did. Must be nice. I had the the kitchen the kit one of the kitchen lights went out, but I I felt comfortable calling my super for that because they're weird fluorescent. Oh, yeah, the, like, round ones. Round things, and I'm like, I don't have that. Apartment chat? Apartment Apart chat? I think I... Oh, actually, no. By I the way, this is I haven't seen that. Yes. <laughs> but none of you have seen the insides of our apartment, so... No, some of them have. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's true. I guess my apartment. No, I haven't seen the inside of your apartment. I haven't seen that. It's the secret apartment. You and your... Uh, you know what it is? It's a hot apartment right Mine's now. not. I got the air conditioning on. Oh, it's pretty sweet, and it's and it's in the it's in my bedroom, and so it keep right now it's not hot it's so hot it's wait, it's not hot enough to how hot was it? 
the temperature is such that, <laughs> that I can that I can subsist on the cool air float, filling the entire apartment as opposed to installing the other air conditioner and requiring separate cooling. We just have the one, but it's like a. Uh... I don't it's like a doozy. Well, you know, it, it's okay, but it, like, I don't like to put it in because then I feel I feel real dried out with the air conditioner. Mm-hmm. Also, um... every now and then I uh, I clean the filter and it it kind of grosses me out. Although I guess I guess it's good to find a really dirty filter because then you're like, well, I guess no bad stuff got to me then. <laughs> <laughs> if you opened it up and it was really dirty, but then there was a big hole in it, you'd be like, uh oh. <laughs> There's always there's always that that point in when the seasons start to change when you're like there's some sort of uh, maybe maybe you don't get this or you you feel like there's some like moral imperative in you to to resist turning on the air conditioner for as long yes. as you can. Yes. You're like no, I'm going to sit here in bed and be moist and sweaty and try to sleep. Yeah, it's not it's not working out for me. And then I, I, and then I go, "Why? I pay balanced billing on my on my electric bill. So it's the same every month. It's fine. Yeah, I should probably do that. I might put a I might put a fan in the bedroom too just to I never saw those window fans before I moved to New York because Yeah. Because you lived in a wonderful land of central air. They don't Well, actually you grew up in a cabin in the woods, so I assume that cabin did not have Oh, it had air conditioning. Did it have central air or window units? In central air. <laughs> I mean, it was a cabin, but it wasn't even a... even cabins. Even the okay. cabin, in, even the cabin deep in the woods, it wasn't a, a hovel. There was still an HVAC cabin. Yeah, we had heating and cooling. One of my uh, a guy I work with lives in a in a uh, like 1700s farmhouse. It's been in his family since like 1912, um, but like it's been there since like the founding of our country and oh it has a dirt basement and a while back he wanted to finish it and he was taught he he called a contractor and the guy was like here's the thing uh during that period of time in new england if people died during the winter the ground was too frozen to dig a grave so they just bury them in the basement (laughs) he's like i i would not suggest digging that deep in your basement (laughs) There's probably some old corpses down there. Just some old bones. Just gonna... Then you can decorate. Yeah, yeah. You could have that, like, chapel filled with bones. Bone the, chapel. The ossuary in Czech, Czech Republic, I think. <laughs> but just put all the bodies on the wall. Uh, this is I Haven't Seen That, the podcast where we talk endlessly about... Uh, the, the weather. The weather. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Uh, what was exciting is I, I noticed that there was something stuck under the bottom of my microphone and I pulled it out and it's a playing card that has a phoenix Joker on it. and a turtle from the uh, the four animals of the Chinese directional animals. Are you familiar with that? No. Oh, it's like the there's it's uh, I'm going to say something wrong and sound like a fool, but like it's I think the dragon in the north and a tiger and i don't remember it's a dragon a tiger a phoenix and a turtle and i don't remember which one corresponds to which and they and i was given a playing uh, somebody got a my friend collects playing cards and they just she, there were some extra ones and 
She gave me the ones that had the animals on them. Cool. So it was stuck <laughs> to the bottom of my microphone. It's a little... It, it, it felt like an exciting omen. I found a truly horrifying roach in the other room earlier while cleaning. Ah. Like a grandpappy roach. That's that's the only ones I've been seeing lately. Yeah, yeah. Are the big doozies. I wonder if it's just like at this point, like, it's New York City. Go big or go home. <laughs> All those other roaches, they moved, the... to, they moved to Buffalo and they wrote essays. The big roaches are the only ones who can afford to live here anymore. <laughs> oh. Womp, womp. I had a I had a real good day the other day because there was a big one of the big doozies in my sink, and I saw it in the morning before I left for work, and I'm like I'm gonna deal with that later. And I thought about it all day that I was gonna have to go home and deal with that big dead roach in my sink, and then when I did, it was it just washed down the sink on its own and down the drain, and I didn't have to worry about it. Oh, good, because I thought you were going to say, and then when I got home, it was gone. And, like, that's actually the worst thing when you're like, okay, I'll deal with that dead insect later. And then you look back over and it's gone. And you're like, womp, womp. Yeah, I've had a couple of run-ins with the giant roaches. And that's that's the exciting thing about living alone is you, you have to deal with it. You're the only well, one. The good thing is that you have that handgun. So you just, you just... Bam! <laughs> Yeah, like, I've seen videos on YouTube that are like, look at these ridiculous hillbillies firing guns at roaches inside their own home. And I'm like, no, I get it. If I had a gun, I'd totally shoot this roach. Pull out my revolver. I like, this is the episode where people who don't live in New York City are like, why would you do, what, what are you doing there? We ask ourselves that every day. More so recently. I think every conversation that we've had lately has been like, yeah. so how are we going to get out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're clawing at the walls. It's fine. My my neighborhood has, has been uh, like, uh, it's been getting extremely like really affluent mid-30s people recently, <laughs> which is kind of weird. Um, but. Terrible. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. Affluent people. Ugh. Must be nice. The worst. Um, I saw a dude with... There's there's this big condo place right around the corner for my... Like, like new luxury condos. And this morning, I saw a couple walking out. And the dude had plugs in his ears. Like, the... Like, he had... Yeah. And, like, all tatted up and stuff. And I was like, no. No, you don't, like... <laughs> People with plugs do not get to live in luxury condominiums. I'm sorry. They do now. I didn't make the rules, but... Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, what haven't you seen this week, Whitney? Um, I still haven't seen Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, I did see it. At this point, do you feel like you're living in a dream? Because, like, that's pretty much all anybody talks about now. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty ex well because I feel like there's nothing to spoil. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, because I feel like nothing has been spoiled. Like, there are some lines that I now know, like "Witness me" and uh, stuff is shiny and chrome. But I like that out of context. I'm like, I'm sh I'm sure I will be surprised when that happens, and it will be exciting. Yeah, um, yeah, you've probably gotten a lot of like mythology. Yeah. Um, and just like character names and stuff. Cause I actually waited a surprising amount of time given who I am 
to see that movie. Um, who are you? I, I, I've watched all the Mad Max movies. Oh, you're a fan. Like a, yes, I'm a fan of, uh, of going beyond Thunderdome. That's mm. what we call it in our bullet, our online BBS. <laughs> that is not true. That does not exist, but, um, It's a bullet board system. <laughs> I just fire a gun into my computer and it posts on... <laughs> if I did have Blam, a gun. Blam, it says. Well, this is, you know, plans for when I, when I move back to the South. Uh, you know, get a gun and then have like a target in my backyard and call that my bullet, my BBS, my bullet board system. I'm, I'm just imagining that, that like Simpsons gif. I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was like Homer imagining he's rich and it's him sitting in a rocking chair in like a tux and a top hat wearing a sash that says Senator and he's just firing a gun into the air. <laughs> and like Marge is like go-go dancing next to him. That's that's what it's like, right? I I think so. Did you did you see that thing about the Pappy Van Winkle heist? That like the ringleader was this dude who worked at Pappy Van Winkle who was like hilariously terrible and everybody knew that he was stealing and he was also dealing steroids and he was like extremely awful to his co-workers and during his breaks he'd go out into the parking lot and just fire a gun into like a pile of dirt <laughs> well better than in the air and it's like who's your hr department like, he was the hr yeah, department yeah. <laughs> that would be a good sketch the like the hr department guy who's like a loose cannon and doesn't play by the rules <laughs> and they're like i can't HR gun and badge yeah. <laughs> i can't report him to himself oh that probably exists in reality and is horrible yeah yeah um, we've well, got somebody who works in hr who's a woman who is an army medic and i have to highly recommend having someone who is an army medic working in your hr department yeah that sounds she, great she's fun she's got stories <laughs> Um, and she makes use of the beer fridge. Nice. Um, yeah, HR. I. This sounds like such a like a horrible adult thing to to have to say, but like workplaces need HR representatives. <laughs> like, as somebody who's worked at a, very, a lot of very small companies, none of which had like somebody. Who was who was just doing HR at most? It was like accounting. Like the accountant was also the HR person, um, and not so hot. So, yeah, you need someone to manage humans. Yeah, they're terrible. Humans are monsters. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess I've never worked at a place with uh, with HR, so maybe I'd hate it. No, it's pretty pretty okay. Did you see that Gawker, like, for some reason, Gawker decided to to post all their arguments about whether they should or should not form a union on a page and let, like, random people comment on it? No, I avoided that. Yeah, completely. It, was, it almost seems like a ploy to get them to not get a union. <laughs> like, to just make everyone so disgusted by the entire thing. And, like, having, like, Buttfarts83 be like... Oh, like, what's the, uh, like, giving arguments. But somebody was like, I don't want a union because I already hate meetings. No. Meetings. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, 
I, I, I, I've never had a run in with HR, but that's because I, I, I realized and also discussing with, is there a lot of swearing in your office? I'm sure there is. I mean, I swear a lot in my office, uh, probably in ways that make people uncomfortable. It's it's a swearing safe zone. Yeah, I I like like sometimes we'll just drop an f word. I will hiss it at my computer when um when yeah. stressed out. But I also work in like a notably high high stress environment. So I'm I'm known for a little bit of a shit when something under my breath if yeah there's an error or i did something incorrect but or my hands are big lumps of hamburger that i just slap on the keyboard trying to get things Fuck. to happen so i'm constantly like opening the wrong windows or i'll have 83 finder windows open um yes <laughs> since we're a swear i think i've uh, the when our ceo started the first uh, holiday party we had after that, I ended up drinking with him until one in the morning. And he sticks exclusively to Coors Light. So I wow. just drank Coors That's Light. That's how you become a CEO, my friends. Yeah. Because you yes. can drink that all night. And... And, you never, and you never leak sensitive information. To yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that, I, I think about it a lot because whenever, like, he's, he's like, dropping a cuss in a in an all hands meeting i'm like this is different than some places like you like you believe that in other places like people get called on the carpet for cussing i think that exists for using swears i think that you know you you might like someone might if you are swearing a lot somebody might tell you to stop or say that's inappropriate yeah And I'm sure uh, there are some places where it absolutely is inappropriate. Yeah, it's it's actually funny because like I've definitely worked at places where like shit was inappropriate, and <laughs> yeah. and like my I think my line for that is very much like not cursing, but like I don't know. I'm actually really weird. I hate nicknames. Hmm. I cannot stand having a nickname, and like. Like, I, I've actually asked people at my current job and at previous jobs to not nickname me. I'm glad I don't have a nickname for you. <laughs> um, well, actually, like, like people on Twitter that follow us, they, like, nickname me, and that's fine. I don't know. I feel like when I'm at work, it's also, like... What, what nicknames have you received on... To, sorry, to. Okay, so the, the one at work is Marquito. Oh, I don't like that at all. Yeah, like, like, like... I don't like the Spanish diminutive nickname for me. Thank you. That's I don't inappropriate. like Little Mark. <laughs> like, I'm I'm almost thirty years old. Um, but it's just like also like I when I am at work I am stressed out. Like people that I work with have not seen me not be stressed out because if I am if I am physically in the building, I am on some level stressed out. So, like, a lot of times, like, a lot of, like, office place jovialarity. Joviality. Joviality just makes me, like, more and more, like... No, wait, I like jovialarity better. (laughs) Jovialarity! (laughs) I don't know. I But, like, also, I work in an industry where, like, there are people who will be, like, 
terribly inappropriate and say awful things like not people that I work with, but a lot of times like people like clients or directors or stuff like that. Um, and it also sucks because there's not much of a recourse against people who are going to leave. Like, um, anyway, <sighs> HR. Wouldn't it be great if we got paid for this podcast? Oh, wait, now there's an option where you can do that. <laughs> what are we going to call the... Because, like, all the podcasts have fun names for, like, when they do ads. Um, what should we do for ours? What should our podcast... Anyway, there's a way to pay us money. <clears throat> yes. You can now go to... Let me make sure I have it right recurrency.us and find I haven't seen that on there and you can pledge to give us money which would be great <laughs> we've got five dollars really yeah what yeah five dollars a month we're getting five dollars a month nice I I honestly had no idea that that anybody would want to to do that but thank you thank you thank to, you so much thank you to Mo who is giving us five dollars a month Ooh. I mean that like I don't like I I was about to be very effusive about how much five dollars a month is and then I was worried that it would sound like I was like mocking it but like five dollars a month is like that's 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 really nice Thank I you. give I give five dollars a month to maximum fun ah I I should do that given that I've just blown through <laughs> oh but like wait can can you sign <laughs> let's let's stop talking about are fundraising and let's talk about some <laughs> let's talk about another podcast network's fundraising um can you become a max one donor after the like donation period yeah they just, okay i did not know that they just like it but they just that's just cares? when they're dry it's like a pledge drive thing so that's when but they do the push who cares about them just us don't give any money to them recurrency.us slash members slash i haven't seen recurrency Slash members slash I haven't seen. I need to add the the link to various places. Yeah. Um, so that buddy, that's two dollars and fifty cents for each of us before fees. That's nice. Um, thank you, thank you guys again for that. Um, oh, I'm I'm tearing up a little. Oh. Yeah. Um. No, wait. Is it? Oh, it's finally raining. Oh. It's finally raining outside. Had, this, uh, this is the most like new, this is the New York weather chat. Like <laughs> this is the center of the bullseye now, guys. From here on out, it gets a lot more relatable <laughs> or less relatable. Excuse yeah. me, fewer relatable. Uh, <laughs> that's that's my favorite. Is that true? No. <laughs> there's a there's a Twitter account that's a bot called Fewerer. F-E-W error, and it will, if you say, like, if you use less, like, oh, yeah, it's it's going to, uh, now I can't think of a of, of an actual example where you use less correctly. Right, right. But it'll it'll respond, and it's like, actually, I think you mean fewer, whatever, it, incorrectly. <laughs> it will incorrectly correct you. Uh, is there it... any way that you could send a a, sh uh, a physical shock 
to the person who created that. No, I uh, love it. It's so funny. I don't know. I cannot go with you, friend. <laughs> well, there's also like, like yeah, oh, it's less hot today, and it's like I think you mean fewer. Actually, I think you mean fewer hot. <laughs> I'm like, it's fewer hot. Why don't we call it that? Why well, instead of degrees, we should just call it hots. Oh, I'm sure there's uh, some language for this. Seventy hots today. Oh, we need to standardize the hots. What will Canada use? Hots to like fathoms. <clears throat> I'm not certain. Hots to hots with an extra U. <laughs> H-A-U-T-E-S. To hoots. Hoots. Sorry, Canada. Um, yeah, it is really hot here now. Um, and this this is the time of year where I start looking at sarongs for men on eBay. And, like, wondering how long it would take them to get here from Thailand, usually. I've, you could probably pay extra. I know. There has to be a store in New York City that sells sarongs for men, right? You could just get a bunch of fabric. That's true. That's true. And and look at a wiki how on how to tie a sarong. Yeah, and just do it that way. That's a good call. I've got some old bed sheets. Yeah! <laughs> I can make play clothes for the children. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever seen sound of music all the way through because my primary sound of music experience was watching uh watching it at school in like 45 minute chunks and i honestly think i never saw past the past maria and captain von trapp getting married until fairly recently and then i caught it on tv like right at the wedding and then i was like wait there's there's nazis in this (laughs) (laughs) what I don't know if you're missing out on a ton. Yeah. Um, I I think I've mentioned that I was in a high school, not a a middle school performance of The Sound of Music. uh, What did you play? I was a chorus nun. I was, I was, I was going to be like, like, I was going to make a joke about you playing Rolf, the like Nazi. Like, no. uh, the hot teen Nazi. Okay, this okay, this reminds me. Um, so yesterday I spent a while. I was like, oh, what's on Netflix? That look, I, I looked through documentaries to see if there's interesting. And there was a a series called Brain Games that's like just showing you illusions. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, pretty great. Think... I'm like, this is fun. This is fun to look at. This I'll put magic... this in my eyeballs. It's magic tricks. Took me three episodes to realize but it was then... narrated by Neil Patrick Harris. But it there was it was an episode that was all about memory and like the the over the theme of the episode that that kept going on is like they set up a a fake crime at the beginning it was a robbery and then they asked you know they had all the witnesses and you know uh, compared what they think they they saw and then you know what they remembered a week later and stuff like that and there was a scene where they had a, a lineup it's like okay which one of these guys is you know the thief that you think you saw and in the lineup was a guy I went to middle school and high school with. Wow. And so the narration is going, which one of these faces do you recognize? Where do you know them from? And I'm like, it's Kevin from high school. (laughs) He played captain Von Trapp. (laughs) That's pretty great. I nearly spat out my spaghetti. (laughs) 
Oh. Also, that sounds like a really like fun way to dramatize how like the problems with our criminal justice system. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, they they you know tried to spin it light, but at the end, people were like, yeah, "I don't." This is like so you can never trust a witness's testimony. It's like kinda not. Whoops. Yeah. Womp womp. Oh, well, once we have drones everywhere, it'll be fine. We just need uh, cameras. More cameras everywhere. Love those drones. Um, yeah. There's a movie called Drones. I haven't seen it. Is it a horror film? Um, it's a workplace sci-fi-ish oh. comedy. Wait, is it with Zach Galifianakis? No, it was written by the guys who wrote the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Ah. Um, I feel like a lot of times if you just have a proper noun or or a verb as the title of your movie it's a horror film this is true like critters or uh or it's a restaurant <laughs> critters yeah Mm-mm. that would be a chain i think critters yeah yeah definitely oh and like it would be like like chicken fried things oh. but but you wouldn't know what things they were there's this restaurant that uh, I, I've been to a couple times down uh, where my dad lives in Florida called Stump Knockers. No, that's rough. Well, there's there's Fud Puckers and Fud Ruckers. Wait, right? there's Fud Puckers? Yeah. Whoa. The one I always went to was called Fud Puckers. There's a knockoff Fud Ruckers. I don't I don't know if it's a knockoff or what. Um, verse. Okay, Fud Ruckers versus Fud Puckers. <laughs> okay, this is this is like a trademark thing. Oh my god. Okay. Fud Ruckers Incorporated in Magic Restaurants LLC Plaintiffs versus Fud Puckers Incorporated in Fud Puckers of Fort Walton Beach Incorporated Defendants. Um Okay. Fud Ruckers is a non-upscale fit. This is from the legal brief, by the way. <laughs> Is a non-upscale family dining restaurant specializing in hamburgers, french fries, and casual foods. Um, Philip J. Romano, the founder of Fud Ruckers, opened the first Fud Ruckers restaurant in on March 15, 1980 in San Antonio, Texas. Defendants Fud Puckers, Incorporated and Fud Puckers of Fort Walton Beach, Incorporated, own two local Fud Puckers restaurants. One located on Okaloosa Ak- Island in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, the other located in Destin, Florida. Like Fud Ruckers, Fud Puckers is a non-upscale family dining restaurant specializing in hamburgers, specializing in casual foods. Uh, it opened in February or March 1982 inside a Destin nightclub. Um, yes, apparently... Okay, this does not explain to me why either of them have these terrible names. Well, there's, you know, the obvious answer it, it resembles it kind of makes you think word of the word fuckers. fuckers but like then that would be puck fuckers and ruck fuckers would be like the non-inverted no pud fuckers pud fuckers that sounds like a thing a rud fuckers is must be nice yeah yeah that's the fan club right there <laughs> um why would you name a restaurant that, I wonder? 
I remember that that restaurant is where I learned about the because uh, they had a, a like a chart on the wall explaining the different ways you could have your burger cooked. But I had been unfamiliar with I went there as a kid and I didn't know about having your burger done medium or medium well. And they had a chart and I was like, huh, OK, that will become relevant to me in 10 years. Now, be precise. You're talking about FUD Ruckers. Here. FUD Ruckers. I have never seen okay. a FUD. FUD Puckers is new to me as of today. I have never been inside of a FUD Ruckers. They, uh, I think they closed the one, the FUD Ruckers in Nashville, and it might be a Ruth, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, if we want to talk about more restaurants that have confusing-ass names. <laughs> like, so so when I... Uh, so Catholics who live in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, when they go on vacation, they go to Destin, Florida. And no one knows why, but it's like the swallows of Capistrano. <laughs> and so... My family always went to Destin when we were kids, and and that's where one of the FUD Puckers is. And it's like a big, it looks like a boat that crashed on land and became a Jimmy Buffett restaurant. Basically. <laughs> it's like, like it's like it is... uh, it's like most restaurants down there. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like most Jim... restaurants in Florida kind of look like that. No, yes. that's that's unfair. But there is a breed of restaurant in Florida that just. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but. Yes, um, but then I, afterwards I heard of Fuddruckers, and I always assumed that, like, I also assumed maybe it was, like, one of those weird things where a restaurant breaks off from another restaurant and then just slightly changes its name. Like, all of the, uh, in Park Slope, all of the, uh, oh, Poyitos Locos, or the Dos Poyitos, there's a bunch of restaurants named Dos Poyitos all down, like, Fifth Avenue, and... They're all owned by completely different people now. <laughs> More uh, like... Tr- oh, I, I don't know my numbers in Spanish. Uno, dos, tres. Tres, poquitos, or more. Um, yeah. I was real good at studying Spanish on Duolingo for like a week. And then yeah. I forgot to keep doing it. Um, It's one of those things with like... Um... Like, I did that a lot on the subway until I learned other more fun things to do on the subway. I but wanted like, to do it on the subway, but it wouldn't let me. It was like, no, you need to be online. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. but this ruins, I had the plan that I would become incredibly fluent in, in Spanish due to just studying for like two hours a day on the subway. Yeah. Sons of bitches. Yeah. This is why the subway must be stopped. Get it out of there. Dig it up. Dig it up. Um, Yeah. What did, did you guys? What were your childhood vacations like? Did you guys go on? Childhood we mostly vacations? went to visit grandparents. Ah, were but grandparents in like vacationist places? No. No. <laughs> I guess it, I found out a little while later that all of my cousins would always go to Gatlinburg and meet up there. But, okay, yeah, we. My dad occasionally, he had business trips that were in Pigeon Forge, which is next to Gatlinburg and is kind of the, like, Gatlinburg is kind of nicer and Pigeon Forge is a lot of putt-putt. Well, okay, my, I actually, I went to a family reunion in Pigeon Forge um, since becoming, like, a conscious human being, but, like, probably when I was, like, 20 or so, Um, and there was, if my memory is correct, Gatlinburg is in the mountains a little yeah and pigeon forge is just the whole area leading up there 
Yeah. Like you much. get off the highway and you're on a local road, which is just like like Golden Corral and the, like the Chinese government has a weird like like check out how great China is place with like child acrobats. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was not there when I was a kid. And then then like okay, so a lot of the people I working, haven't seen that. <laughs> a lot of the people working were Russian or were European who had come for like the summer to like I guess make money? It was a weird scene. Um but we would go my dad would have his like a business conference and the family would go and we got vouchers to do fun stuff. So, you know, we putt putt golf at all the, you know, things with the giant fiberglass dinosaur and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we got to go to Dollywood. Nice. Um, it's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. But uh, uh, I was there before the era of um, Dolly Parton's uh, Dixieland stampede. I think I must've been too. Because that's like medieval times, but for America. Uh, yikes! <laughs> I I don't think I don't know if I want to see that. Take well, it's on. it's like a rodeo medieval times, but with and you know God bless America kind of. Uh, now let me ask you, have you seen the movie Joyful Noise? No, wait. Starring Dolly Parton. No, no, I have not. I watched that movie. While drinking roughly 12 to 13 Bud Lights. Wait, what? I haven't even heard of this movie. Yeah. Well, my it... Google alert's not even working anymore. <laughs> it's got Queen Latifah and Dolly Parton. Jesse L. Martin? It's pretty great. Oh my god, this is incredible. And it's all about gospel. It's got Queen Latifah and, and, and Dolly Parton getting into a spaghetti fight, if I re recall correctly. I believe I, wow. I think I storified my live tweet. Yeah, I'll, I'll check that one out. I'll give that one an eyeful. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, re I watched it somewhere. It's definitely rentable. Um, yeah, man. No, I, I remember going to Dollywood as a little kid. Um, and like, they had a bunch of like hillbilly puppets. Yeah. And they had a, a ride that was like a prison ride. Like a prison escape ride from the and then you could go into a museum and look at Dolly's wigs. <laughs> there was a, a a replica of the shack she grew up in. I like the that thing shack that, like, did not have did not have central air. Um the like like Disneyland you have all this stuff like planned out Epcot was supposed to be like a community of scientists, like there's all the imagineers and stuff. Um it, it, uh, like uh, pigeon, the, pigeon forge is what happens when you do not have someone like dictating the outlines of your project just stuff yeah kind of um, fun, family fun stuff there's a ball legal sanctuary at, at dollywood yeah and i Wait. think you get in for free if you're deaf huh this is yeah. what i I'm trying to remember. I think I went to Opryland once. Oh, I've been to Opryland a lot too. of times. Do they also have hillbilly puppets? Because I may be conflating the two situations. I don't think Opryland had hillbilly puppets. Okay. So. Uh, and we have to use 
the past tense for Opryland because they tore it down and built an outlet mall. Oh, really? Yep. You would think that they would just turn Opryland into an outlet mall. Do, were just, there... just fill the rides. With... Yeah. <laughs> were there were there big like um like people dressed up like musical instruments? They didn't have any any people dressed up. They didn't up have like any characters. No. Okay, so I'm I'm maybe I've never been to Opryland. And I the went stuff to... I'm learning about myself today. We're really uncovering some memories, but I just learned on on that television show that memory doesn't exist. Every time you th- you re- revisit a memory, you destroy oh. it a little more. Oh, man. <laughs> but I went to Opryland a lot as a kid due to growing up in Nashville. Right, right. And it was a always a good time. Rides. Uh-huh. Screaming Delta Demon. Log Flume. Uh, now, do you go on roller coasters? I haven't been to a place there where there was a roller coaster in, like, ne- probably nearly 20 years. Um, I went to Disneyland with my... Or the one in Florida. Disney World? Disney World. Disney World with my uh, wife... Uh, or then fiance, or no, then girlfriend and her family. Uh, God, four years ago maybe for Thanksgiving, and I do not ride rides, so I went on the, uh, I went on the, um, the one with Brer Rabbit and the, the Grand Mountain Splash or whatever, and and my 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 wife's entire family learned that when I uh, when I yell when I'm on a ride I go. Oh! I just open my mouth and a solid beam of light shoots out of it. <laughs> and that's not even like, like you're in a log flume. So it's not, the, the chances of death are not that great. You're going to get a little wet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a cat, so I'm terrified of water. But then, so I went on that and I went on the Harry Potter thing at um, Islands of Adventure. But then I was the dude like carrying a bunch of purses <laughs> while my <laughs> wife and her entire family went on like, the Hulk ride where you like fly into water or something. Um, Behold purse man, the new character. Yeah. Yeah. Although the, the good thing is with Harry Potter is that uh, I was just like, cool, there's a bar here. <laughs> I'll be in that bar. <laughs> no, I haven't been to any sort of theme park since my mid teens. They shut down Opryland at some point in there, like in the late nineties. But there, there were a lot of water rides. Uh, there was a, there was one of those indoor roller coasters. I definitely did ride the roller. I didn't ride the really, really tall or scary ones. I left that up to that's that's Big Brother business. <laughs> that's 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 it was like oh, Egan's gonna take that one. It's big and scary because we went to Cedar Point, which is the big roller coaster. Like that still exists. That's in Sandusky, Ohio, I think. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And my aunt and uncle lived in Ohio in. Uh, Cleveland when I was a kid so we would go up to see them and then go to Cedar Point and that one like there's there's no theme to the park other than right roller coasters yeah sick rides oh, the, the the wettest stunts <laughs> um I've never I haven't seen a stunt show ever oh man I saw a racist one <laughs> oh tell me more there was one at the Islands of Adventure that was like Sinbad, and Sinbad's 
like, oh my god, I think I think his like sidekick's name was Kebab. No. And like there was some there was some real shit, man. It was like, okay. Also, the stunt show was also weirdly sexual because he was like saving a princess, and they like made some jokes that. I I guess what it is if you're doing a stunt show, like you're somebody with five years of like stage combat experience, and possibly a master's in performance, and so you just gotta you gotta have something to get you through doing a flip in front of children like three times a day every day, you or gotta... no probably more. Uh, so so you gotta get a little innuendo in there. Little innuendo into ugh. fuck, fuck. I was gonna make a joke, but I couldn't say the word innuendo. Now I can. God damn it. <laughs> Never mind. I man, it's got to be weird to work at a theme park. It's got to be weird to work at a theme park. The, well, I know that the Disney like Disney people, they're they're in it. Yeah, that's like a cult. Like especially if you're one of the face characters, you're like. Yeah. You're for real. And then there's the there's the people who work in Epcot who are from the original countries and who are just like just getting America with both barrels every day. <laughs> like if if ISIS spreads outside of the Middle East and starts up in like Denmark and France and Canada, I honestly think it might be people who worked at Epcot going back home and being like we have to destroy America. <laughs> I remember going on the the Norway experience there, and the when I when I got off the the ride, the worker there referring to us as little Vikings. <laughs> oh, that ride's gone, by the way. I know, and it was great. I I was actually really glad because we we actually went <laughs> on it the last joy. time we were there. Um, like we waited for literally an hour in the line for like a ride that is. I feel like like people were only going because it was intensely nostalgic at that point. Um, like people were asses to elbows lining up for the uh, like the the troll ride. Yeah, just I don't that that one room with all the trolls is like that's like a like a that's like a Miyazaki painting. <laughs> And then there's at the actually here's another Miyazaki thing. At the end there's a giant terrifying oil rig. Oh, the yeah. last room is just an oil derrick. <laughs> um but it's gone now because of Frozen. Well, you had to let it go. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh I haven't been around a child who who can like form concepts and ideas yet. So I have still not heard that song. I resisted listening to it for I was like I was like cuz I get I get I'm very stubborn. Some it's one of my primary traits is that I get very stubborn about th certain things, especially new things or popular things. Like I refuse to click on a periscope until today. Uh I I watched a guy's like I actually, uh, the, the first Periscope I opened was Justin McElroy's like, video of his small child, and I was like, no, no, this is, I gotta go. This is too close. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm too into this family now. <laughs> and too deep into the McElroys. Yeah, yeah. 
basically. Markleroy. Yeah, when I get adopted. <laughs> the the youngerest brother. Is that a uh, Travis? Or is he the oldest one? Griffin I don't know. is the youngest. Um, Travis is the eldest. I only listen to Sawbone, so I'm. I'm... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm behind on the first family podcast of podcasting. Chat. Podcast chat. Actually, so remember how long it took, like, how for how long I did not listen to podcasts, really? Yeah, when we started this, you listened to, like, three, and they were all things I'd never heard of. Um, now, I think, because, like, now I'm all, almost done with my brother, my brother and me. And there's, hey, like, yo. 300 of those. Well, okay, because I ride my bike to work four days a week um my my commute is like 50 minutes long so i can blow through two of those a day it's just when i go onto the bridge i have to turn on like the rocky music or something i have to switch out of a podcast and listen to something really like like ass kicking so that i can actually ride over the manhattan bridge so you can survive yeah um i've been I've been listening to less podcasts, fewer podcasts. Right. Which one uh, is the right one? Fewer? Oh, I don't know. Ask your precious Twitter robot. <laughs> He'll be wrong. And I've been, I've been, I, I, well, I talked about this before that I've kind of burnt out on the comedy podcasts. Right. This, this, I, I may have overdosed on Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah, yeah, which is, which is crazy. He's, it's it's easy to do if you're not careful. Well, yes, he lives in all of our homes now, and whispers to us as we sleep. He comes pre-installed on your phone. Yeah, just tap. There's just you. You keep you know swiping through the screens, and suddenly there's a little icon that's got a mustache, and you're like, oh, oh no! <laughs> I'll listen to this now. So I've yeah. been listening to. Well, I used to listen in the kitchen when I was cooking. I would listen to podcasts. But lately, I've just been... I made a Spotify playlist of all of the music from all of the Fast and Furious soundtracks. And I've just been listening to that. That's incredible. While I cook. That is great. I love it. Yeah. It is great. I uh, I was listening to the Inherent Vice soundtrack a lot. And at first, I really didn't like the actual stuff composed for the soundtrack. And I've kind of gotten more into it recently. I don't know what Inherent Vice is. Tell me what that is. It's a movie. I know it's a um, movie. It's a movie based on a Thomas Pynchon book, Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay, the dude who does not make underworld movies. Yeah, there's two. There's Paul Anderson, and then there's P.T. Anderson, and they're <laughs> very different. Uh, although I would love for them to collaborate on a film. It would be so good. It would be like Underworld, only, like, there would be really long takes. That's it. That's the only I saw I, I saw Underworld, and it was disappointing how boring it was. I have seen, like, every Underworld movie completely by accident. <laughs> like, it's just a thing that'll sometimes be on, or, like, the, the DVD will just be around at a lake house or something. I'm like, let's watch Underworld. Yeah, I guess. Um, I've also seen a bunch of the Resident Evil movies, too. I've seen the first one, because uh, my friend, like, oh, this was, like, straight up ten years ago. We were just watching a ton of zombie movies. Yeah. 
Man, it's so it's very strange to me how quickly like like I just I'm just thinking back at uh, just video stores and like renting movies and stuff like that and how I've had the I've I've I feel like I never hear the story of because a lot of times you hear of like a director or somebody who works in movies like oh yeah they they worked it's well it's always he worked in a video store <laughs> I almost never hear the story of well I guess because you never hear about female directors. Yeah, that's actually true. It's a much... Um... And also, I just think that the, the video store clerk, you know, who watched too many movies and was very pretentious about movies, tended to be a dude. Yeah, that's a very... Um... Well, there's, there's a theory that I read a while back that is that basically um, during adolescence, women are encouraged to like locate themselves within a social group whereas men are encouraged to like isolate themselves and try and become great at something mm, um where it's like where for men you want to become the basketball star or the really good guitar player or whatever and for a lot of dudes because of this you end up just alone watching movies for hours um whereas women or women are told by society to like hang out with other women and form homosocial bonds and do things as groups um but you know this could be basically anytime i hear about anything like like a scientist having thoughts about gender there's like a 85 percent chance it's just like weird bullshit yeah well but you know, it's it's got a, a grain of truth to it. Yeah, I definitely spent my uh, my formative years mostly playing video games, so that's why I'm now the best at video games. I'm not. <laughs> I was I was wondering. I was like, I don't know if because I'm so far not. Actually, I've been play, playing Regency Solitaire recently. Tell me about Regency Solitaire because I haven't. Regency seen that. Solitaire is a game. Where um, you're playing... Okay, they call it solitaire. I do not know if it is, like, traditional solitaire. I actually... Okay, so the storyline is of a Regency romance where you are a young lady of of title, but not of money, because your youngest brother, Edward, has gambled it all away. As as as, as always the case. Yes. Uh, you... Oh, Edward. Uh, the, your next door neighbor, Mr. Bleakley, wants to marry you, but he's awful. You don't want to marry him. Um, and you are trying to attract the eye of Sir Henry Worthington mm. at balls and such. Um, but then, like, then... it's a low-end sports store. Balls and such. <laughs> balls. <laughs> or a uh, urologist. <laughs> um, but what you're doing is like, uh, you're actually playing. Sol a solitaire-like game, I guess, that is... I mean, I'm actually not sure of this, but I believe, mentally, I feel like during that period of time, there were a lot of, like, decorative solitaire layout-style games where it would be, like, cards stacked in a weird star shape, and that would be... Well, basically, you're playing that. Hmm. Um, and you can buy, like like, 
long gloves that allow you to do two undos or like a harpsichord that allows you to et cetera, et cetera. Um, and like, it's, I mean, I, I am a huge solid. Actually, here's, here's my preeminent, uh, like video game experience. When I first moved to Montreal, I moved to a neighborhood where no one spoke English and I was very far away from everybody I knew. And I did not have internet for a very long time, but I did have an iPod Nano. And so I would just sit on the bed playing solitaire on this phone for hours. <laughs> uh, and I really got into solitaire because I basically came up with a series. I came up with a system in my mind of like rules where if I could not, if I followed the rules and then could not win, it was a problem with the original deal, and I could not be blamed for it. Always important. Wow, this is... Uh, I gotta go lie down for a while. <laughs> Maybe play some solitaire. Yeah, I need to get back to my solitaire place. But, um... Uh, I'm good. <laughs> you okay there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I hate, I hate uh, exposing my internal emotions, but... Um, it makes the noise. Oh, right. What was my that? emotions. What was the noise you made on the log flume? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like imagine, imagine me on that and my mouth opens and then the camera zooms into the, like the dangly thing in the back of my throat <laughs> and it's vibrating as I, it grows yeah. a little, little mouth and, and yeah, eyes and that's and, doing it too. And it's got a, like a, like a cravat cause it's an opera singer. Oh, Yep. Thank uh, God for cartoons, or we wouldn't know how to express ourselves. Yeah. Also, when my eye, like when I see an attractive woman, and my head turns into a wolf head, and actually that would be like a really interesting curse to have. Oh, if every time you see an attractive woman, your heart actually literally beats out of yeah. your chest. Yeah. Oh man. Your tongue oh, rolls man. out. Oh. I saw a really attractive woman on the subway the other day, and I, I would not have wanted my tongue to grow really long and roll totally out of my mouth. I see uh, really attractive women on the subway, like, every day. Um, because there's so many attractive... And, like, I... You don't have to say anything you don't feel safe saying. <laughs> no, but it's like, like, I see a lot of women in New York who just look, like, cool. Yeah. Just look like awesome people. And uh, obviously, I will never express this out loud in any no. way because I'm not a human monster. But like, like I'm always like looking pretty cool, New York. Um, good hair, New York. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I want to get onto a subway and like walk up the line and be like, "Hey guys, just want we're all gonna kick some ass today. Everybody today here is, is looking real great. Good. We just we our shit is on lock." And then nobody looks up at you. Yeah. Everybody starts really intensely looking at their phone some more. Yeah. Making sure their earbuds are in. I I almost never take the subway on the weekends. And I took the subway yesterday to go up to my sister's. And, like, I forgot about people, like, playing guitar in subway cars. Um, there was and... a time. Oh, go, go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. You you first. Well, this woman was playing, like, like very, like, Tori Amos female singer-songwriter music. And she was like, oh, I'm playing at, like, this coffee shop come out and see me and i was like you get a dollar <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when i was uh, taking the subway on the weekend and this was 
this was last year when I was going to the big Thrilling Adventure Hour show at Town Hall, so I was wearing a bow tie at the time. And a man got out of the train, and he was an older man in, like, tux and tails, and then he did magic tricks. Wow. It was fantastic. I was like, this is the best. And I did not, if I had had a dollar to give him, I would have given it to him, but I, I almost never have cash, so. Yeah, yeah. Even, you know, muggers must be really pissed about the, like, growth of, like, like the availability of ATMs now. Because, like, you see, like, like, I've seen, like, from movies, people mugging people and getting, like, a hundred bucks in their wallet. And I was like, <laughs> I haven't held a hundred dollars in my hand in a long time. <laughs> Like maybe when you know, Grandma gave me some for Christmas. Yeah, five and years like, ago. Even even when I have like a hundred bucks, I'm like, I need to get rid of this money yeah. <laughs> as soon as possible. I can put this in the bank. <laughs> yeah, I will feel comfortable when I have maybe five dollars in my wallet. I want to be able to get coffee, but nothing else. So I don't deserve it. <laughs> Oops. Uh, but uh, I I was one. I was thinking you were going to say that muggers must be distressed because well because no one has cash anymore but they can steal yeah. your credit cards and then do identity theft yeah but i feel like if you steal someone's credit card you have like 20 minutes before they shut it down that's why you also punch them in the face <laughs> that's true and then they're so upset they forget um yeah new york chat <laughs> Mug- gotten mugged chat have you, I haven't I haven't experienced that. I've never been mugged. I have been sort of mugged where it was that scam. I was with my brother and sister and there's a dude who like did that thing where he like ran into my brother and then claimed my brother had caused him to drop his school glasses, breaking them and then he'd have to get like school glasses? He kept saying school glasses and holding up glasses. Um I think he was operating from some false false concepts um or but, it was uh, like a code word designed to confuse you yeah but my brother he was like yeah uh, this is gonna cost twenty dollars to fix which is like kind of low he he must have a good optician and my brother was like i don't have twenty dollars and the guy was like well then let's go to the atm and my brother was like i don't have twenty dollars in the bank <laughs> <laughs> and finally my sister was like how about five dollars and she basically paid this guy to stop mugging us. <laughs> I once uh, got accosted by a psychic on the street who talked me into getting my fortune read for 20 bucks. That was you an experience. Know, I don't regret it. You know what blows my mind is how many psychic like offices there still are in New York. With the rents like, these days? I know. like You see porn stores and psychic places, and I'm like... How are these business models still working? Well, psychics know... Uh, That's it's... true. <laughs> they know how the market's changing. Yeah. <laughs> They're all, they own those buildings now. Oh, maybe they do. Maybe. You... Let's, go, let's go get our fortunes read, Mark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> We're back from getting our fortunes read. <laughs> How was yours, Mark? It's not good. <laughs> they just they just frowned and shook their head. <laughs> they just looked at your hand and went, "Oh." We have the line of the sad man.
<laughs> yep. Yeah, I got that pretty pretty deep. And they looked at my hand and said, your money line, it's, it's just a spiral that goes ever downward. There's a hole in your hand where your money line should be. And coins fall out of it. Um, you should save I, those for your laundry. <laughs> I was at uh, my my office's holiday party was in Los Angeles, and they flew us all out there. And then um, there was somebody doing, uh, like, there was a close-up magician, and there was somebody telling fortunes. And, like, the person telling fortunes, it was, like, they were giving, like, 30 to 40-minute reading. Mm-hmm. It was in depth, and I was like, "No, no, I'm at. I don't. I don't need to. Like, like I don't want that bad news. <laughs> Even if it's just like, you know, it's because it, it's a cold reading. Because psychics aren't real, or are they? Or are they? I don't. Oh, we might get the the wicked eye from those psychics we just went to go see. <laughs> I did get we we did have I did get my fortune read last year because they brought in a a coffee oh yeah reader to my office because we had these weekly it was just like we will have Turkish food and you can also get your Turkish coffee drippings read yeah uh... and everybody got super spooked except me and I'm like yeah she just said incredibly vague things. <laughs> You're like, I've read a book before. Or, like, I have read, like, a three investigators mystery. <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty clear on how this shit works. I don't know. What, what's a three investigators mystery? Oh, three investigators. It's like the Hardy Boys. Only there's a weird, oh, there's like... three of them. Yes. Um, there's the fat one and the tall one and the, like, the, the one who disappeared into the background... <laughs> I think it's like fat, tall, and sporty are the three of them. The Jew, the Italian, and the redhead gay. Base is that the is that what they are? I know one of them is named That's... Jupiter Jones. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's the same name as the character in Jupiter Ascending. Wait, are you kidding me? No, okay. I'm not. Okay, the three boys are named Jupiter Jones. Uh, Peter Crenshaw, who I think is the tall one, and Bob Andrews, who's the one who disappeared into the background. Um, it was, like, weirdly involved with Alfred Hitchcock. Um, and, like, one of them lived in a junkyard? I've never heard of this. Oh, man, yeah. Um, I don't know what to tell you, friend. Well, I guess you weren't reading The Babysitter's Club. I wasn't. Unfortunately, missed out there. Oh man, I I wonder if I could buy all of these and send them to you. <laughs> Are they on Kindle? Maybe. Oh wait, Jupiter Jones, first investigator, a former child actor named Baby Fatso. <laughs> He's intelligent and stocky. Pete, Peter, Peter, Pete Crenshaw. Pete is an athletic youth who dislikes dangerous situations but is yet nonetheless reliable as the action member of the team. So um, tough, but cowardly. Yes. And then Bob is studious and meticulous and wears glasses. <laughs> womp, womp. And then Bob. Early in the series, Bob is hampered physically by a leg brace he wore due to multiple fractures inflicted 
when he rolled down a hill. Oh, no. Poor Bob. Yeah. Yeah, man, Bob is just... I don't see a good life happening for Bob. So, are, do you are, do you feel like you're the Bob? No, goddammit, I'm the Jupiter Jones! <laughs> I want you to be the Jupiter Jones in Jupiter Ascending. Because then, you be, then you're a queen that. of the universe! Um... His parents were, oh, Jupiter Jones' parents were professional ballroom dancers who died in a car crash when he was four years old. Who is Jupiter Jones raised by? Uncle Titus Jones and Aunt Matilda, who managed a salvage business. I I don't think he needs the other two. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, I think they're this bringing is him like down. the Casey Green anime club. <laughs> like, only they solve mysteries. I have not read much of Anime Club because I think it's a little too real. <laughs> it's pretty on the nose. Oh, I man, only it's went boring. I only went. To, it's it's not raining at all where I am. Everyone is like IMing me. Are you getting Wait, rained really? on? Really? We live like like less than a mile apart, right? I know. It's the sun is out. It's not raining. Damn. Maybe there's a dome. No, I'd hear the rain on the dome. Oh, man. There's a Three Investigators U.S. Editions collector site that was last updated on May 30th, 2013. Um, but it it is definitely from the year 2000. Yay. It was launched in October 3rd, 2000, and it definitely has not been changed at all. Um, I'm always so happy when I find sites like that. That have, like, the tiled background. Yes. Yes, 100%. So to make myself feel a little better about my skills this week, I went on Code Academy and just took the basic HTML course. And I'm like, yeah, I know this. I'm doing great at this. Basic HTML. And and it was like, type in anything you want in, in these P tags. And I'm like, and I wrote a little website about selling beep jerky. Beep jerky. Beep jerky. Beep jerky. The food for robots. <laughs> come get it free. You can come get it free. Try some beep jerky. All you have to do is talk to a guy. I don't know the guy. Carl knows the guy. Wait, is this from that album? No, this is me. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Ooh. What album? <laughs> Uh, I thought it was the, uh, oh, not Mark McKinney, the Bruce McCullough. McCullough. Nope. This is just, uh. This is just free form. Oh, man, I'm sorry I didn't yes and you. That's okay. I I know stopped you, is what happened. (laughs) Sometimes I need to be stopped. Who's going to stop me? Only you. Beep jerky. Beep jerky. Beep jerky. Panda bears. Panda bears. Um. I guess the only nickname I've ever had for you. I sometimes call you Baby Boy Popham. Really? Yeah. I guess I'm okay. You call me Baby Fatso. <laughs> you Baby Fatso. Dang it! <laughs> Poor Baby Fatso. Alright, it's getting darker. Maybe it'll rain. Maybe it'll rain. Rain chat. Rain, rain chat. chat. We'll just, like, sit here quietly. And, wait. <laughs> and listen to the rain and slowly fall asleep in the warm room. I don't I wonder if anybody falls asleep to this podcast. Let us know. 
in the comments that we don't have. They can't. They're asleep. Oh. They can't tell us now. It's too late. Oh. I hope they're asleep by now after an hour and 15 minutes. Yes. Oh. Um. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Honestly, I might go take, like, my third shower of the day. Oh, feeling that sweaty? Yeah, uh, that's another great thing about the summer is just being like my four sho- my four showers that I take throughout the day, just to just to keep the keep. Well, fresh. also like I've been putting on sunscreen too, so then I have like a sticky film on my body. Mmm, mm, sticky film. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? I went outside on Friday, and it was definitely ah the smell of summer. Hot garbage. Yeah, hot, hot garbage, ladies and gentlemen. Because I, I came out of my building right when the garbage trucks were oh. coming by, and I was like, oh, Buster. Why do we live here? <laughs> Why does it smell so damn bad? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, can, we, can we bring it up? Can we end the show on a, on a high note? Garbage? Garbage. Wait, is that the high note? What's the high note? Uh, I wonder if there was ever a Transformer who was a garbage truck. Wow! Okay, now I'm just listening to people shouting in your building. Yeah, they're loud. I was wondering if you heard that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, can you carry your your headphones out there and just be like, hey, put these in, and I'll just be like, hey, keep it down, guys. <laughs> No, I don't want to get involved. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, yes, it's disgusting in New York now. And now it's raining and disgusting. So It's getting dark. Yeah. Maybe and that will, wet. Maybe that will stop me from the temptation I had to make someone deliver wine to my house. <laughs> um, maybe. but Come in the pouring rain and bring me wine. Yeah, or you could just, you could just do it and just tip them more. Yeah, that's is the problem. Yeah, that is that is one of the good slash bad things about New York is you can have someone bring you wine. Well, actually, no. I think a lot of a lot of liquor stores do free delivery. You just have to call them on the phone. <coughs> oh yeah. Also, like I feel like if I was calling to get wine, I'd have to call and be like, "Bring me your nine dollarist wine." Bring four of them. Yeah, bring me... <laughs> What's your minimum? How, however many it takes. <laughs> yeah. Of See you next week. Uh, wait, are you saying that to me or... No, or to, to the, to the, the wine guy. fictional wine guy. <laughs> just put... You have one of those beer hats, only you have bottles of wine in it, and you just like, you're just like, come in and put it in the hat. <laughs> and then leave. I got this wine book uh for christmas a couple years ago it's called swallow this and it's Yikes. <laughs> and it was basically about like calling out a bunch of wine stuff as bullshit being like whatever drink what you like yeah nice yeah it's a pretty fun book and uh the guy talked about how he he has some some favorite lawnmower wines like you have lawnmower beers oh huh and he's like That's... he's like the cup holder on my riding mower perfectly fits a bottle of moscato that's pretty oh man if i saw a dude uh like 
like on a riding mower with a whole thing of of uh, wine, I would be down. You'd like stop and say, "Sir." I would. I would salute him. <sighs> I've never mowed a lawn. It's all right. It's a good way to work up sweat. Yeah, deserve yeah. a beer good way afterwards. To, to get yourself ready for some Moscato. Oh, chug it down. Crisp. Uh, yeah. Refreshing. Bubbly. So, Maybe some vino verde. I got really into Tinto Veranos last year. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Maybe a nice rosé. Chug some of that down. We should just loop just us talking about wine, just yelling wine stuff at each other. Um, tannins. Mm, tannins. Uh, body bodies let the bodies hit the floor floor. okay yeah uh this has been i haven't seen that we didn't really talk very much about media properties we talked about mad max is kind of a media property we talked about mad max for about 30 seconds and then we talked about theme parks for about 20 minutes and fud puckers and fud ruckers we uncovered a lot here yeah (laughs) <laughs> and it's still not raining. It's still not raining. Maybe it's just maybe I'm cursed. Maybe there's just a cloud over my building. It can't rain all the time. Uh, <laughs> shut it down. Uh, we are uh, all at lots of places. I haven't seen on Twitter. I haven't seen that dot com. It's it's I haven't seen that on Tumblr too. But it's just this. It's, that's where the website is. Yeah. Um, also, we're on Recurrency. Yes. Search search for us on Recurrency, and uh, you can decide to give us some money every month, if you feel like it. And that'd be yeah. nice. It would be nice. Um, Whitney, thank you. Thank you. As always. Thank you, and... Marquito. Oh, okay. No, thank you. Oh, I no. received my thanks. I have a lot of nicknames. I, I like... I mean... People mostly call me by a nickname. Um, Wit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if you've ever called There's me that. There's not a good diminutive for me other than, like, meh. 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 Urk. <laughs> Actually, Urk is kind of nice. If I was an orc, that would be my name. Urk. That's my orc-sona. Urk the orc. Oh, there needs to be an orc-sona week. If only we were artists, we could get this going. Yeah, yeah. If, if only we weren't the people who went to artists and were like, you know, it'd be nice if you drew this. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll try to. I'll see if I can get a movement. Yeah, yeah. Can I feel just... like I feel like that that hits in the the sweet spot for a lot of people. Orksonas. Yep. Well, this week, draw your. Here's your homework. Uh, I haven't seen Katiers. Draw your orksona. Bye. It's still not raining. It can't rain all the time.